Good evening, all you creatures of the night. It is I, Matt Johnson, coming to you with the latest edition of the It Records podcast. It's that time of year again. The leaves are changing, and the cool, crisp air makes you change out of your t-shirt and shorts into a pair of jeans and a comfortable sweater. For some, it's the beginning of fall. But for others, it's the beginning of hell. This is the most coveted month of the It Records podcast. We worship you, O glorious October, and await the blessed return for all Hallow's Eve. When the dead shall rise, blood shall be shed, and revenge will be had. This is your annual edition of Halloween Horror. Hello. Welcome to Fright Night. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. You see, Jason was my son, and today is his birthday. again here on the Records podcast. It is Thursday, October 24th, and we are officially one week away from Halloween. And we are giving you another rendition of Halloween Horror, this mini episode, where we have given you a movie each day throughout the month of October, a suggestion from one of us here at the Records podcast of a movie for you to watch as we move through the month, where us in the podcast, we're watching horror movies all the time. You don't have all that time to watch these horror movies. You don't have all the time to research these new horror movies. So we'll give you some dirt and diss out some details of movies you can watch as we approach Halloween. Hopefully one of these has uh, tickled your fancy and you've watched some of them. And if you stick around to the end of the episodes here, um, I'll let you know where you can find um, the the film that I am recommending. Where you can find it online. Um... If you'd like to watch it. So without further ado then, I will give you a film to watch today. It's Thursday, October 24th. And I'm going to choose the film Last House on the Left. So Last House on the Left is a 1972 American exploitation horror film. And is written, edited, and directed by Wes Craven. So we've already done um, a Wes Craven Earlier in the Halloween Horror, we did uh, Deadly Blessing. But I'm going to do Last House on the Left because this is really early, Wes Craven. And it's an exploitation horror film, which, you know, falls into the realm of those movies that make you feel really uncomfortable. They may not have a happy ending. They're showing you violence that you think is egregious that shouldn't be shown gore is excessive um and is there really any artistic merit to these horror films this falls into that category and it's a very young work of wes craven 
I will also mention this was produced by Sean S. Cunningham. So it's a Craven Cunningham combination. If you don't know the name, Sean S. Cunningham, he was the director, and I believe he wrote the initial Friday the 13th in 1980. So he was the, the mind behind the original Friday the 13th that we know Jason, but prior to that, Wes Craven and Sean S. Cunningham teamed up to make this film Last House on the Left. And it stars Sandra Peabody, Lucy Grantham, David Hess, Fred Lincoln, uh, and Mark Scheffler, uh, among some others. Now, the basic plot is two teenage girls are heading to a rock concert for a birthday, uh, for one of the girls' birthdays. And while they're actually trying to score marijuana in the city, they're kidnapped and brutalized by a gang of psychotic convicts. The plot revolves around those two women who were basically tortured by a gang of murderous thugs in the woods, was inspired by a Swedish film called The Virgin Spring that was made in 1960 by Ingmar Bergman, which was also based on a Swedish ballad. This is Craven's directorial debut, and it was made on a modest budget of 87000 was filmed mainly in New York City and some of Connecticut in 71 was released in August of 72. It was a major box office success. It grossed actually over $3 million domestically with only an $87,000 budget. It was a very low-budget film that really Cunningham and Wes Craven wanted to make. Now, although its confrontational violence resulted in it being heavily censored and sometimes banned in other countries, it had a hard time actually being released here in the United States, it's actually generally been well-received by critics. And... As the years have gone on since 1972, I think it's even gaining more credit from from credits when you go back and look at it. This film was remade under the same title as well in 2009. And I will mention I saw the original first uh, in 2009. I would have been in high school at that time, and I went and saw the film. I knew it was a, a remake. I knew it was a Craven. So I went and saw it, and that was my uh, first viewing of Last House on the Left. Now, although a lot of the storyline will remain the same between those two films, the original and the remake, the new uh, 2009 Last House on the Left gives you more of a Hollywood ending, more of a revenge fantasy, whereas in the original one, these women are really brutally murdered uh, and tortured. Um, kind of, you know, that depiction of violence really might make you feel very uncomfortable and queasy. Um, and there really isn't that happy ending with that sort of revenge fantasy that ends up in the remake. You know, spoilers alert for the films. Um, you kind of get that cathartic ending in the remake that Wes Craven would have aboard. Um, and that's why he didn't have that in his original film. We didn't have that kind of happy ending where every the bad guys are brought to justice. Um, but with that, Wes Craven did produce the remake. He was a part of the creative team, but it wasn't his it wasn't his film. And actually, he has said that he hasn't seen, he has not gone back and watched his original Last House on the Left, 1972. Um, maybe because he was young and he was trying to test some boundaries and doesn't really want to go back and look at his old work or he doesn't want to see really what he depicted on screen. So he didn't have that many qualms when they went to remake the film and they wanted to change it up. Uh, might, not be, might not be one of his babies um, that he felt really attached to. But with that being said, I did mention that it has received 
been received well by critics and I think it's been growing is it may not be the best artistic work it was a low budget it's it, it's an exploitation horror so it can make you feel uncomfortable but I don't think I mean that doesn't make it a bad film and for that I think it helped inspire and influence other films in the future like for instance I don't think you would have um, I Spit on Your Grave which has a whole series and we've actually done a full episode on this or like the Martyrs, which I've mentioned before, or, or Raw, uh, those types of exploitation horror don't think they would have occurred without Last House on the Left. And I could say that film really is influential and inspires all the exploitation horrors that have gone since then. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe Last House on the Left gets a lot of credit for that. That it kind of really showed us the underbelly and the dark side of society which I think you know if that's going to be shown anywhere it's best to be in film rather than real life but those things exist and Wes Craven a young Wes Craven and Sean S. Cunningham with this film decided that's the world that we're going to show we're going to depict it we're going to be kind of uncompromising in that we're going to be relenting and what came of it was a box office success for them. It launched their careers, and I do believe it's influential in creating similar exploitation horror movies in the genre. And Last House on the Left doesn't get that credit that sometimes I think it is deserved. So I'll leave you with that. If you want to watch it, YouTube, Amazon Prime, and iTunes, they are all available to rent on there. But for the month of October right now, it's part of Huluween. So if you go to Hulu, you have a subscription, you can watch the original 1972 Last House on the Left. I recommend it. Um, it's a very early Wes Craven and it has some work of Sean S. Cunningham. But until then, um, I am Matt Johnson and I will remain in the shadows. Right.